live from our respective apartments. It's... <laughs> Sorry. I have a home! Live from their respective homes on the planet of the base, it's just me, <laughs> Bobrastic. Here are your hosts... Katie Claire Narba and Chris Stockham Goodman! <laughs> No, I'm just making myself laugh because I'm already ready to start making jokes about the thing that is, once again, Chris is something that's just coursing through his brain at most moments, and he just yeah. wants to share it on the pod. This okay. being, obviously, Planet of the Bass, the new song of the summer. Have you heard it? You haven't oh. heard this beautiful 90s Euro trash pop parody song, Planet of the Bass? There is nothing to be sad. <laughs> Katie, danger and dance, clapping the hands. When you're out in the space on the planet of the base. What are you talking about? How do you not know this? What are you referencing? This is, this is literally the song of the summer per gay Twitter. <laughs> but it felt like it was real Twitter too. No, honey. Yes. No. It's it's all over TikTok. It has like millions of views. Well, I'm not on TikTok. It's also all over the tweeter. Well, I have significantly cut back on my social media usage in the past couple of weeks. So well, that would be why you haven't seen Planet of the Base. Apparently. Apparently. I'm off I'm offline officially. Katie, it's so it's I, I mean it is it's so good. It's DJ Crazy Times and Miss Bianca Electronica. Oh. Featuring such great lines as, women are my favorite guy. Um, Tell the world, stop the war. Like, it's it's a hit. <laughs> I love that for America. Yeah, I'm going to send this to you, and you're going to have to watch all four versions of the video. Okay, I'll do it. Because there are indeed four versions. Four. I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Thank you. This is Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. I feel like you said that, didn't you? No, you didn't. I say that. No, I know. That has not been said yet. I immediately Oops. interrupted you from what? saying that. Well, because I was, like, I was making myself laugh because I was going to say, like, Featuring Katie Clay, Electronica, and Chris Stockham, Crazy Times. And it just made me start laughing. Yeah, naturally. Naturally. My favorite reference. I totally know what we're talking about. Katie, sometimes you just have to keep up with my brain. Yeah, yeah, that's my B. I wasn't, let me, let me, oh, oh, I think I'm tuned in now. I think I'm good. Hey, at least there's going to be a link in the description below for people to see at least one of the videos. One of the four. I get to pick which one. No, no not it'll, by tomorrow. It'll be, the first, <laughs> it'll be the first one because she's the best girl. Yeah. Because there is a different girl in every video. Good. <laughs> Still the same voice. 
different girl. Right. Good. But you know what they say, women are my favorite guy. Well, Chris, I feel like what we should actually be talking about right now is the event of the summer. The moment. Where were you this weekend? Well, we're going to circle back around to that because have you seen Barbie yet, which is the other yes. event of the summer? You yes, do your I have. quick Barbie review. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. My boyfriend and I said Mojo Dojo Casa House like 18 times on the way home. Um, America Ferrera's speech nearly made me cry. The scene with the old woman nearly made me cry. It was beautiful, it was breathtaking. Everyone should go see it. And you know what? Once I found out that the patriarchy wasn't about horses, I immediately lost interest. <laughs> but you know who doesn't believe in the patriarchy or horses? The people who hosted the event of the summer. Yes. Let's give a review of the Clay and Amy Jerzak Huff wedding. Katie. I have to imagine you give it a 10. Katie, it was a moment. It was a moment in time that we <gasps> all loved, that we appreciated, that mm -hmm. we got through. Um, Abby and I have already, because Abby Dockham, uh, Abby Dockham Huff, Abby Dockham Tonioli and I yeah, uh, did go. already uh, play the Four Weddings game. Uh, did you ever watch TLC's Four Weddings? Of course. Of course. Yeah. So we like to score weddings in that way. Mm -hmm. um, and and we did score the Clay, Amy, Jerzak, Huff wedding that way. Yeah. Um, and I, I will go over mine and I will be brutally honest. And, and Clay and Amy will be listening to this and they'll know exactly what I mean by <laughs> there's going to be one aspect that we will have honesty about. Um, Is it going to be their the rain? No, it will not be okay. the rain. In okay, fact, good, 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 that good. is why we are giving the venue like a 10 plus because yes. the way that they handled the fact that here's this outdoor wedding and it was it was kind of comedy because uh -huh. it was like starting to drizzle. We had been watching the radar. It looks like everything was going to be fine. It starts to like drizzle no. shortly before the wedding starts. And we're like, oh no, but like people are still inside, whatever. Mm -hmm. It it has basically stopped drizzling. The it, like wedding venue people are like, okay, we're going to have you start going outside. Yep. The first wave of people go outside, it starts to downpour. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all like standing under like barely an awning um, yeah. and like trying to figure out how to get back inside. They're, the venue people end up doing like, hey, the cocktail hour is going to start before the wedding. Uh -huh. Like, so they started doing the cocktail hour, which meant a few people did take their drinks outside to the wedding once it happened. Good. You best believe I was one of those people. Good. Good. <laughs> um, but so they, like, handled that really well and then also yeah. weren't over-serving people yet. Um, the downpour stopped, um, and essentially, like, 30-ish minutes later... After like after the wedding was supposed to begin, they actually still did it outside. Yes, were was there like occasional drips of water coming down from the trees? Yes, sure. there was. But sure. it was it was memorable. It did look really pretty, and it made yeah. it just very distinctive. Yeah. Um, 
it, they used all sorts of Disney World music, which oh. I loved and clocked <laughs> yes. immediately, including a song by Dancing with the Stars winner Jordan Fisher. Um, Love it. So I was like, okay, work. But uh, no, so the like, it looked beautiful, but the way the venue responded to the rain situation was a plus. Outstanding. Yeah. Um. So for for that, like, that's a ten. 10 plus. Okay. A wood that I have an 11 panel. (laughs) The dress, gorgeous. The way it moved, gorgeous. There's a picture of Amy spinning when they're dancing, and Uh it's like just ever so slightly billowing out. It is incredible. Her dress was stunning. I did not, unfortunately, I did not get to attend the wedding, and I send all of my love to the couple. I adore both of them, despite only knowing one of them. And I saw the pictures, and I oh, I like gasped at how painstakingly beautiful she looked. I mean, But you saw this picture, right? The one where oh, come on, sweetheart. I want Send it to me. Oh, the, this oh one. My. Do you see the way oh the dress is moving? God. That is beautiful. The way the way it moves. Yes. It, does it rival the Ginger Rogers dress? That's the most gorgeous dress ever created for dance. Maybe. Could be, who knows? Um, so the dress 10. Yeah, 10 plus. <laughs> the food 10. Very good food. The cake was great. Um, I got like the stuffed chicken. Um, Mm, The potatoes were great. Um, Mm -hmm. Tim regretted after seeing the steak. He was like, oh, I wish I'd gotten the steak. Mm -hmm. Um, So he was a little lower because he was just regretting his food choice. Um, But like I was I was very into the chicken. The sides were great. Okay, here comes the part we get to be brutally honest about. Yeah. The DJ tried his best. Oh no. <laughs> oh like, no. For example, when the couples started coming in, or like the wedding party started coming in, there was no music at first. And then eventually started playing music, but it wasn't the music they asked for. They oh. go to do the first dance. I have no idea what he was playing. It was not their dance, so they had to, like, stop, and one of them walked over, and, like, it was like, this is the song you have to play. It was very uncomfortable. During the dinner, at times, like, the music was just, like, levels were fluctuating all over the place yeah. and was often just so loud. So, like, like yeah, it was wild. But um, but it got a lot better. Um, okay. it, Like, basically, after a few songs of dancing, then it became like, okay, this is all great. Now, uh-huh. was it disappointing that the second song played was... I want to dance with somebody because that's way too early and also was it significantly quieter than like any other song played that evening yes it was um, but the DJ got better with time yeah yeah we will take it so we will not score that but uh no. but Clay and Amy did do a great dance and as I told them on that day I gave them the highest most esteemed score of all and do you know what that is Katie from Len. Uh, no, the other most esteemed score. Oh, I don't know. A jaunty Savan. Yeah. So in conclusion, it was the wedding of the summer. It mm-hmm. it it was the social event of the year. Yes. And we love them both. We do. We love Clay and Amy Walker. 
walk her down the aisle. I guess now is she Amy Walker Huff? We'll consult with her. Who are we to make that decision without her? Mm, I feel like we're the ones who get to make that decision. (laughs) (laughs) Walker. Amy Jurassic Huff. Yep. Perfect. Hi, Carver. Carver is really, really wanting attention right now. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow. Thank you for showing your butt to us, Carver. Carver, he really likes your butt. (laughs) Not that we're surprised. (laughs) What? (laughs) What's that supposed to mean? You're a butt man. Am I? Yeah. No, I'm absolutely not. What are you? There's, like, no body part where I'm like, yeah. You're not, like, an eye guy. Mm -mm. Not a smile guy. Mm -mm. Are you you a something guy? I'm a butt guy. Oh, I thought you were going to... I did expect, because you love Miss Flows, I thought you were going to say you were a boob man. They're just, like, big and annoying, you know? So I just can't, I can't give it the respect that they deserve. They're just big and annoying. Okay. <laughs> yeah, segue out of that, Chris. I know, I'm like, how, how do I get out of this? Well, should we talk about our first fallen couple? Well, I feel like I had other things I wanted to talk to with you about, but sure, we can talk about Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, I feel like it's we've done plenty of friendly banter. Well, yeah, but isn't the banter the it's most fun? Years, Chris. <laughs> oh, my friend <laughs> sent me a picture of a restaurant that we desperately need to go to. Um, it is a Thai restaurant called Titanic. Uh, it's <laughs> because it's food that goes down easy. <laughs> I'm covered in hair now. Oh, just like Gaston. Who? Gaston. Oh yeah. Because every last bit of or every last inch every of it is covered in hair. Covered in hair. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> So, I suppose we didn't even really talk about the order that we were going to do for this ep, but you know what? We're going to roll with it. We're going to start by talking about our first eliminated contestant, uh, the really famous radio host that we all know and love. That's right. Mike Catherwood and Lacey Schwimmer go home first. Shockingly. It's shock in the ballroom. It's shock and awe, because I can't believe that this man who has no charisma on the dance floor... And never really made me laugh in the packages. I can't believe that he's the first person to leave. I know. I can't believe the guy that said he's the least known contestant on a popularity contest show is the first one to go. It's shocking. Especially when his total score over the course of two nights is 30 out of 60. Killing it. Killing it. When you're in last place, I have no idea how you don't come back from that. No, it's shocking. Um, he did a drive. 
Talk about not lifting your feet. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was certainly trying. You know what? He certainly tried. And in the side-by-side section, he didn't suck. So, <laughs> you know how? He had that going for him. Good for him. Good for him. Isn't that all? Isn't that really all anybody wants? To not suck in the yeah. side-by-side section. I love not sucking side-by-side. Me too. <laughs> Katie is raising her eyebrows. Katie is looking over her glasses like a sexy librarian. Katie is putting her finger on those glasses. Is she about to use that finger to do anything else? Nope, she's not. She's just I'm looking, looking at you over my glasses. I know, uh, I, I'm just telling the listeners what they're missing. A lot. Um, I mean, you are right. He was trying, but you could see how hard he was trying on every single step. Yes, correct. <laughs> so how I knew he was trying. <laughs> so this was the greatest jive we've ever seen. Len gives it a five. It gets two sixes uh, for a score of 17. Like we said, a combined score of 30. And he goes home. R.I.P. in the most peace. <laughs> Bye. In a lovely, lovely second-to-last place in week one is the person who goes home in a week, or second-to-last in week two, whatever, goes home in week three. So let's just get it out of the way, and mm-hmm. let's talk about the Queen of Gab, the lady whom, as we all know, once said, thump, the woman who once said, death. To all of them. The woman who once said, clap if you think she should be punished. Um, yeah. Her. The woman who might be, I mean, it's not homophobic to like, uh, when people would say to her, oh, how you doing? And she'd go, yeah, I know. Or like, basically make a bit out of, okay, he's clearly a homosexual. So like, is that homophobia? Who knows? Um, who's to say who's to say or most importantly the woman who is best known for saying this is me vamping oh 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 New Yorker <laughs> Wendy Williams <laughs> And her partner, Tony Bevelani. In week two, they do a quick step. And she seemed a little bit more confident out there. Um, uh, okay. They did it to Sean's freestyle song. And it's just like, if you're going to do it to a song that's been done on the show before, to a dance that is as jam-packed as that, could you please maybe put forth a smidge more effort and quickness in your quick step? because that was the slowest quick step ever but she was trying her face was in it so that's great Mm -hmm. um but she drags her feet all over the place and like you Mm -hmm. said it's just too slow it is significantly slower than sean's freestyle version 
Yeah. Like, I, I also watched them back just to see how different they were. And it is so much. It's almost like a boom, 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 and a bang, bang, bang. Yes! Boom, bang, it boom, took, bang, bang. Boom. It's ridiculous. It, it took a minute for me to be like, oh, wait, that's that's the song. Oh, I, I mean, I clocked it right away, but I was like, this is... So much A lower. dirge. A boom, That's... boom, boom, and a bang, bang, bang. Boom, boom bang, boom, boom, bang, bang, bang. Um, it, yeah, it, it didn't work for me. It took forever to start. It was too slow. But yeah. she was performing more, and she was much more fun, like, with the judges, with Brooke. It felt like Wendy actually arrived. I know. I was desperately looking to see if she would give Brooke any sass. And I, I there was maybe a, a smidge of tension that I wanted to be there. But it, yeah, she arrived. Well, hey, Brooke is going to turn her attention to victimizing somebody else these, these two weeks. So, <laughs> hey, would you like to watch a clip of your injury? <laughs> Tell me what's happening, frame by agonizing frame. Six five six for a seventeen. You know, mm-hmm. an improvement. Yes. Uh, it's a combined score of thirty-one out of sixty. Mm-hmm. And then for her final, it does not improve. <laughs> yes. And scores for next week. Well, I mean, it's an improvement over her week one. I know you were getting ready to talk about week three. And so then I threw out there okay. that she does not improve. Oh, yeah. Well, no, she does not improve. Um, for her final dance, she does a foxtrot. Um, okay. I don't really want to wade into the weeds here. However, we got a lot of different Wendy Williamses mm-hmm. in the packages. Mm-hmm. We had sad Wendy. Mm-hmm. We had the kind of funnier, chirpier Wendy. Mm-hmm. But I never really seemed to get angry, Wendy Williams. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. I would agree. So I'm not sure what she thought the show portrayed her as after when she spoke out about the show after the fact. Yeah, I kind of agree. I was kind of like thinking about that as I watched the season and it's like, okay, the only thing I could, like, maybe come up with is, like, maybe she really didn't appreciate her week one package. Set, I, no, so she I'm obviously thinking, didn't. Yeah, so, like, I think it all stems back to that. And, like, I think she goes on right after Chelsea. And I did note that, like, Chelsea's package is, like, upbeat. There's, like, a driving happy song mm-hmm. in the background. And, like, Wendy's was dead silent. Like, there was hardly any background music. So, like, maybe there's a, like, maybe that is, you know, set in trying to give her some kind of trope. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's not an equal footing. But her package was more emotional. So I don't really, like, it's hard to compare the two. No, I agree. But I'd also call that much more, like, emotional than it was angry. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. The Foxtrot, she just needed to smile and actually just let go. Um, sometimes she had a smooth, flirty character, but it just wasn't enough. And 
she just she didn't get good enough quick enough Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she just moved slow it honestly like it felt geriatric which is not a word i use lately but it felt geriatric to me um yeah yeah wendy williams <laughs> tony kept saying uh, like kind of all the time with brooke about how great wendy's been doing and how he thinks she's better than the score's been reflecting blah 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 is tony lying or is he deluded I think he's lying. Okay. Tony Davalani truly is the bad boy of the ballroom, then. <laughs> <laughs> this score is all fives for a 15. Wendy goes home. How you doing? <laughs> Not well enough. <laughs> so she can go back to her native New York. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. <laughs> there I go. Look look at me, vamp. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't link that last week. I'll link that today. <laughs> I watch it a lot. Perfect. So anyway, <laughs> we'll continue on then with our our remaining nine. Mm-hmm. First up is Chelsea Kane and her partner Mark Ballas. Mm-hmm. In week two, they dance a jive and <sighs> Mark Ballas. Mark Ballas, you beautiful, ambitious little man, you. Um it's so interesting watching this back because I feel like some of Mark's ideas could work so much better in like current dancing with the star. Like it just, he almost really does feel like he was ahead of his time, but he is also so outlandish and cartoonish and over the top with his characters that maybe I'm wrong. The the problem is yes, it might go better in modern day Dancing with the Stars, but do, do we want that? Is that what we're looking for? <laughs> I um, don't know. Because they, they do a jive to the Panic at the Disco song, I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. So they're in like clown mime makeup. Um, yeah. They, they're doing, at times, Carrie Ann's right. They're doing it contemporary. Right. They're not doing a job. That's what it was like. Okay, that's fine that you're doing this, like, thing. But there's such little jive content, which Mark <gasps> takes offense to later and mm-hmm. calls out the steps and blah, 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 blah. But, like, I, where was the retraction in the feed? Well, well, the problem is, okay, those moves might be there. You might have put the moves in the choreography, but if stylistically they're not doing them in a jive-like manner, or even if you're like, okay, like, I can, just like how you said there was a line you laughed at in Oppenheimer, just because there is a joke in Oppenheimer doesn't make it a comedy. (laughs) Right. So, like, having jive steps in a contemporary doesn't make it a jive. Right, right. And that's and what this comes down to. it's because, like, she's good. Like, that's what kind of stinks. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think she's good. And so 
it it just it didn't work it didn't work there was a lot to it and it didn't feel like a drive Mm -hmm. for me she was sort of sharp but her feet were too often too heavy and like she was gluing them to the floor at times Mm -hmm. so i wanted her to pick up her feet i i agree she's better than this made her look but Mm -hmm. still i I would have liked to see her do a normal jive. I still probably would have had the same problem, but at least I wouldn't have been complaining about the style on top of it. Right. So, 657-18 for a total of 39 out of 60 for Mm -hmm. their first two weeks. Uh, We didn't say this before, but week three was storytelling week, which essentially, and not just storytelling week, I should say it's personal story week. It is an early form of most memorable year because they're trying to tell a personal story. And uh, Chelsea and Mark do a cha-cha and Mm -hmm. hers is about like a first romance. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cute. Um, I I agree and like I think it's a fun way to like kind of pay homage like you know having a band write a song about you like that's that's Mm -hmm. a cool thing to have happen so I mean it did not feel like they were together anymore but like a cool way to pay homage I I will say I definitely recognized that song though really like, I feel like I'd heard that before. So it's like, uh-huh. oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. Um, it's a the song Chelsea by The Somerset. Um, and I don't know why I'd heard it, but I was like, I've definitely heard this song. Mm-hmm. Um, I also will say in the package, I love that she really kind of chided Mark for breaking rules. I was like, can we... Can we tamp down the experimental stuff? And yeah. do, I was like, I love this. I'm, <laughs> I'm into it. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the dance was fun. It was flirty. She made good mm-hmm. lines. She had nice hips, good sharpness. Um, it wasn't exactly the proclamation of love kind of song or story I expected. But mm-hmm. I had a good time watching this cha-cha. And I had a good time watching her with hair extensions that I thought made her look nigh unrecognizable. I know, I agree. The hair extensions were a nice touch. I really did like those. Um, I needed a bit more sharpness in the legs and a bit more pronounced hips, but I did think she really brought a good performance to it. She seemed like she was having a good time. I just felt like Mark was doing far too much. And so it just... Like, let her shine, and I worry about that with the season. So we'll see. I'm I'm really liking what I'm seeing from her so far. Yeah. 788 for a 23. Mm-hmm. It seems our first impressions are good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of good first impressions and really mm-hmm. growing on me very quickly, mm-hmm. it is Chris Jericho and his partner Cheryl Burke, because Katie... This is easily, this quick step is easily the best dance of week two. It might be the best dance out of both weeks. I wholeheartedly disagree about that second statement. I think think this is awfully underscored. No, I completely agree. This, Chris Jericho, 
has entered the chat, okay? He mm -hmm. is really coming across very well in the packages. I loved that we got to see Taskmaster Cheryl. The quick step was funny. It was charming. Great performance. Very light on his feet. A good frame. Shoulders crept up just like a hair at times, but he was completely smooth on top. It was cute. I really liked it. It was... It was a light quick step. He wasn't too stiff. It was controlled. It it hit all the marks I want to see. I just really enjoyed watching it. I was charmed by it. I smiled the whole way through. Mm -hmm. I liked this so much. Mm -hmm. I really, really did. It scores pretty well considering it's week two. It gets 878 for 23 combined for 42 out of 60. Mm -hmm. So he's sitting up there and then for his personal story he's the first of several dead yeah. relative rumbas yeah yeah we really we went all in on that one okay but this package this dance like i cried Paris. no i'm i'm not judging it because i I immediately rolled my eyes as soon as they right. were like, we're doing this rumba for my dead mother. And mm -hmm. I was like, ugh. And then I was like, oh, but the package is so sweet. And he comes off so well and genuine. And he talks about it, like performing under his real name, not his stage oh, name. that uh, part got me. He's like, this is the first time in 20 years you were just going to see, I can't remember what it's like, actually. I thought it was a weird last name, like a Filippelli type thing. I'm pretty sure it was... Irvin? Yeah, it's it's Chris Irvin. Well, <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was so sweet, though. Oh, but excuse me, you might be right with the Czech pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nemtrova. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I will say, maybe it's because I was so tired when I was watching it, but mm -hmm. I did tear up at this dance. Yeah. And like, it, no, it got what me. He, um, what he was doing was beautiful. Cheryl did the best choreography of any of the dead relative rumbas. Of making, it, of making it feel like a rumba without being sexy and still being a rumba. Could not agree more. So she she did a great job of choreography. Mm -hmm. um, he he wasn't sure how to make his free hand look natural, which meant that he put it on his hip a lot. And when it was on his hip, it looked weird. So yeah. it, it, so he he just didn't know what to do with that. But I I did like this, and I I thought it was sweet. I enjoyed it. I I'm liking him a lot. Um, I thought it had such a tenderness to it, and it just, it really, you could tell he was touched by everything that he was doing. Mm -hmm. He could strike a pose well, but he was not always smooth with the transitions. Mm -hmm. I wanted a bit more hips, but what he did was just stunning and beautiful, and to quilt my girl, it touched me. So mm -hmm. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think it was scored properly, but... I felt the same way of, like, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. 
but but you can't really give it higher because we no. did note these problems. Yeah. But again, of all the dead relative rumbas, it's I kind I kind of liked it the best, and I it doesn't score the best. I don't no. believe, which I think is incorrect. Mm-hmm. Mm, it actually might score the highest of the dead relative rumbas. It's not the highest scoring rumba, but it's the highest. It's tied dead. for the highest of the dead people ones. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we have hearts. <laughs> we're not speaking ill of the dead. Um, so all sevens, 21. Mm-hmm. Next up, again, another person who's surprising me at how much I'm liking them. Yep. <laughs> um, it is Kendra, the girl next door, uh, and Louis Van Intensite. Yep. Um, they do a quick step and mm-hmm. she comes across very, she's very vulnerable and open in the package. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like her. I do too. I do too. Hated the hair in the dance. Well, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, overall though. I mean, let's, let's be clear, Katie. There's a lot to not like in the dance. Um, I thought the funky side-by-side opening was really cool. Um, it was very interesting choreography. I think it was too challenging for her. Yes! She (laughs) needs to open her chest more and lean Mm -hmm. back and hold, but she had good body contact. She had a good frame. It was an elevated performance from last week. So I think overall it was an improvement, but, like, I think Louie is pushing her a bit too hard yeah louie louie is giving her tougher content than she can master and yes and so it's it's making it difficult because it makes it look like she's not as good as everybody else and she may actually be better than some of the other couples Mm -hmm. but because she's getting harder material she's not coming across and shining in the way that i feel she could I think that's perfect because it's like she can get through it, but she Mm -hmm. can't master it. Yes. And she struggled in this one with some grace and some timing. Yeah. And so again, I just wanted it to be a little bit simpler and it might have gone better. Yes, I agree. Just kind of a weird quick step overall, but it scores a 19 with a seven from Carrie Ann, sixes otherwise, 37 out of 60 for both weeks. Mm-hmm. And then for personal story week, she also does a rumba, but her rumba is about her husband and her child. And they come across very sweetly in the package. Mm-hmm. She's you just couple. so dorky, and I love her for that. That's what I remember her as on Girl Next Door. Is like she wasn't like you know super, but like, but she had such a vulnerability mm-hmm. to her. Yes. It's it's just you feel drawn to her because she's not like you expect sometimes with the way reality shows treat this kind of character mm-hmm. that she's going to be like the dumb bimbo like Jessica Simpson yeah. was portrayed as or um like oh she's going to be portrayed as really promiscuous slutty and she's not and in fact she talks about how hard it was to be assumed to be that especially mm-hmm. when she fell in love with her husband and mm-hmm. um it, it just can't it, but she just is 
is a personality that you feel attracted to because yes. she just feels very honest and genuine. And real, yep, real, yep, 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 yep. Unfortunately, Smokey was so drawn to her that he covered up her entire opening solo. <laughs> I mean, you could not see anything. It, yeah. it, I was concerned she wouldn't be able to find the stage, you know? Yeah. Um, but I thought good hips, gorgeous lines. There were a lot of tempo dynamics. Um, it was pretty good as far as rumbas go, but I did feel like it was lacking in the face. Well, it was lacking in chemistry to me. Mm-hmm. They, it, You felt no connection between Louie and, and Kendra. No, not at um, all. But I thought she danced it fairly well. I wanted her to extend every moment, to stay open and not mm-hmm. start to retreat into herself. Um, mm-hmm. But I think this is a big step forward for her. I didn't quite love it as much as the judges did. Mm-hmm. But I I really like her personally. Yeah. So I would like to see her keep going. Oh, same. Two eights and a seven from Len gives her a score of 23. Like we said, she will have the highest rumba mm-hmm. score of the night. Romeo and Chelsea Hightower are up next. Mm-hmm. Uh, they dance what Len calls the best quick step of week two, and all I can say is, did he watch Chris Jericho's? <laughs> yeah. I have a question, Katie. How'd you feel about the song? Not good. I knew it! I would just like you to say, I would just like you to know, I have a note, you're not ever going to be able to see it, but it does say, Katie is going to be so mad at this. I just feel like we've done it enough. We've done it enough times, especially on this show. We've never done it justice. And it's just, it's time. Disco had its time. Stop playing Grease songs. Stop. Did you love that Brooke backstage was like, great song? No. I I laughed so hard. And again, I knew you would be furious. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, it's so unnecessary, you know? (laughs) I thought there was good bounce to this. You're the one that I want quick step. Um, It wasn't quick enough for my taste, but he had good suaveness. Um, A little too much messing about throughout. They did a messing about at Electrifying that I didn't mm-hmm. like, uh, but I thought he was smooth. Again, he moved quick. He's so much better than his father. So much better. Although there are several times when I look at his face and I go, oh, I can see the resemblance. <laughs> I haven't noticed that yet. Um, I didn't care for the choreography. I wish he would have played it a bit more straight. <laughs> I thought it was a bit happy at times. He had a strong frame. It was a fine dance. I just love how much you hate every Grease dance. I hate it. I really do. Um, Did I tell you that we got to have Megan's daughter's first Grease viewing while I was in town? Why would you, why would you, why would I ever have heard this? Why would I need to know this? I don't know. We talk about things. I know, but why do I need... Her first Grease viewing. Oh, wow. Did she laugh? Did she cry? Did she love it? 
She loved it. She loved every second of it. I think she fell asleep a good portion of the way through. Well, none of the judges fall asleep to this dance. Uh, mm-hmm. Carrie Ann gives it a seven. The boys give it eight. He scores 23 for a combined score in the first two weeks of 42 out of 60. Mm-hmm. Romeo's dead cousin Rumba uh, also features moments where he complains about the shoes. Yeah. So that's yeah, fun. Like the heels. Annoyed by it. Um, I really love the way that he spins that he's really smooth, but then will pop the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, his arms were ever too lackadaisical. Um, but, I mean, I I was just thrown off by, by how sexy this dead cousin Rumba was. Yeah. And maybe yeah. it's because it's Chelsea, and Chelsea is always going to make things a little more sexual, a little more risque. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's unfair, I, but a little more on the romance side. And I was just like, this is so weird to be to be doing, like, hey, cousins, I love you, bros. Let me grind on this girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, I but he's, he's grinding for them. Exactly. <laughs> um, I thought he seemed really connected to the dance. and He had a good connection with Chelsea. I thought he had good fluidity and energy. I, I was into it, but the peace sign ending made me laugh really, really hard. <laughs> really, really hard. Katie, I'll be there. I'm grinding for you. I hope you're looking down from heaven as I grind up on this chick. Yeah. So this distasteful. Um, it scores a 20. Len gives it a 6. Yeah. Len said not good enough. More grinding. <laughs> More sexy. Heinz Ward and Kim Johnson are our next couple to talk about. And Katie, have you turned a corner? I have very quickly <laughs> uh, turned. Wow. A what a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed their package. It was, I, any package. You liked is, the package? Yeah, because it features Kim. I was going to say, any package that, like, gives my professional dancers highlight time, I'm into. So, watching him teach Kim slang, her truly seeming like she had no idea what he was talking about was cute. I enjoyed that. See, I thought the package was all over the place, because they spent time talking about, okay, we have to talk about that he's kind of been injured in the past and that makes his posture difficult. Yeah, uh, We're going to talk about the slang things, which mm-hmm. feels like there's no way Kim doesn't know what some of it means. And then we go like back and forth between those two storylines and it was just a jumbled mess to me. Um, I really liked the black and white costumes with pops of red. Uh, he was fast and furious down below, good smooth on top. Um, it was easily one of the two best quick steps of the night. Yeah. 
I appreciated how much they were using that floor. I thought he had good shoulders. Could have used a bit more body contact while they traveled the floor. He was smooth up top, good performance, had kind of a suaveness to him. I still wasn't completely sold at this point. I had liked the package and I had liked the dance, but I was like, uh, I need a bit more. Okay, I see. I found Kim's choreography so cheeky. I just liked it so much that I was still in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't like it as much as Chris's, but yeah. I liked it a lot. The judges like it quite a lot as well. They give it an eight mm-hmm. seven eight for twenty three. He scores combined forty out of sixty for those mm-hmm. two weeks. And then they do a samba, and obviously this is the moment you were going to turn. I knew it. And it's funny, because I'm going to fight you on this one, because I didn't love it. I just liked it. Okay, here's the thing. I went into it so prejudiced against it, too, because Carrie Ann had just made reference that he should be Twinkle Toes. And then they go on and they do a samba, and I was just like, you know what? Go F yourself. And then it started, and I was like, oh Wow. I thought that the beginning was interesting, how it was slowed down, the tempo changed, the hips ignited, and I got really into it. I thought he could have been a hair lighter on his feet. He had just such a natural energy to him. I thought it was fun. It was what you want in a samba. His butt stuck out too much for me. But he was moving it. Mm-hmm. So I guess it just kind of means like he was just like leaning forward too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I did find it charming. He definitely knows how to work a crowd. Mm-hmm. But I also just couldn't stop thinking that his arms were sometimes too lazy. And maybe that's because, like you said, the opening was a little slow, a little chill. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, to me, it often felt too chill. But he he's very charming. He is very okay. fun to watch. I like him more than I liked this dance. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't help me that as soon as the judges started raving about it, I was like, mm, don't turn against it, Chris. Don't do it. Because you did like this. You just don't think it was as incredible as they said it yeah. to be. Carrie Ann gives it a 9, otherwise 8-8, eight, eight, for a score of 25. That will be enough to top the leaderboard in a mm-hmm. tie for week 3. That person he's tied with? Surprise! It's Petra Nemtsova. Mm-hmm. <laughs> otherwise known as Nemkova. Uh, and her partner has arrived. <laughs> and her partner, Dimitri. She does not arrive at the jive. No, she doesn't. Um, she clearly is worried about some things of it, including some of the tricks and things. Mm-hmm. And the minute you worry about them and the minute you half go for it is the minute you set yourself up for failure. Because mm-hmm. you might injure yourself or it's just never going to look right. Right. Um, and that's kind of what happens here. It's just too timid. I felt like she had the right ingredients, but it just never came together. Like, and I think it has a lot to do with what you just talked about. It gets better once they ditch the skirt that she's in. Mm -hmm. 
but it it like it has a rough beginning her timing mm-hmm. is really bad uh and there are moments of nice sharp legs but not nearly enough yeah yeah all sixes 36 out of 60 for the first two weeks but then she comes through with a waltz and she specifically doesn't want to focus on the actual tragedy she went through but more the first time she went back and Mm -hmm. was focused on recovery uh, both of the area and of herself and of the people um, which I I thought was so sweet hearing her talking about these things and it's clearly a passion like does she pop off the television no do I feel as connected to her as I do to like a Kendra in that she's pretty much a standard person feels genuine no but, but she's I, so sweet she's like, so she's sweet just the sweetest human being like on the planet mm-hmm in the waltz, she's so focused on elongating mm-hmm. her line that her neck looked a little stiff to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was just a lovely floating quality. It, it was gliding across the floor in this waltz. Uh, when she made some of those beautiful lines with her limbs, I was like, man, this is so good. It's just beautiful. I mean, it really did have, like, a hopeful feel to it. It was elegant. Um, She had great fluidity. Just a tender rise and fall. A good frame. I agree. At times, there was a a touch of tension in her neck. But overall, it it was just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So, Len gives it a nine. And the, the palpable joy that she has at that nine, won me over. Yeah, it's so sweet. Otherwise, it got eight, so she scores 25 to tie with Heinz. Mm-hmm. Sugar Ray Leonard and Anna Trebunskaya are next. Or should mm-hmm. I, if I pronounce her name as wrestling announcer man does, I would say uh, Trebunskaya. <laughs> He did butchered it. Butchered it. I have a soft spot for Sugar Ray. So, I mean, like, the jive is not great. But, Mm -hmm. like, I just, I have a little soft spot. Like, a little engine that could. I thought he did have a bit of a lightness to it. But he was off and he was timid. And he was, he was trying. He was trying. I'm kind of annoyed at you for that. He's trying. Like, is he charming? Yes. Am I? Was I charmed watching him? Yes. Is that enough? Absolutely no. not. No. Like, it lacks strength. Uh, he splays his arms out. Like, the speed just absolutely defeats him. It scores a 17. Len gives it a 5. Two sixes. Uh, he gets 34 out of 60 for the first two weeks. 17's all the way. And then their next week, they do a pasta doble, and I don't know what Anna was thinking. Um, because 
like she puts him in a boxer stance and he's not doing a jive. Or not a chive. Well, he's definitely he's not, not doing a, a chive. He he's not doing a chive. He's not doing a possum. Like he's he's doing the whole thing of like oh I'm I'm in boxer stance the whole time. Right. Like he he never gets in the right posture. No, it, like where are the Spanish lines? Where are he, they? He never styles it as a posso. No. That's my problem here. And so like I it, I would be entertained if I was like, oh, you know what? At least it's like fun and interesting. But I couldn't get into it because I'm like, where is the pasta doble? And then the judges are like, wow, a real step forward for you. And I could not agree less. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with your take on it all. Like, I'm I'm going to give you a real big hint, Katie. I've been thinking as we've been going along, like, man... I don't know who I want to see leave I know. in the next two weeks other than Sugar Ray. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the easy one. Yeah. So, he gets a 7, a 6, and a 7 for an inexplicable 20. I would have given it a 5 at best. How does it feel to know that he's one point behind Chris and Cheryl? I'm inconsolable. Not good. Not good. But that will, that will, how do you feel won't be the weirdest question asked of this next, next couple. No, won't be the not. hardest hit question for Kirsty and Max. Kirsty Alley does a quick step in week two. Can we discuss Kirsty Alley drinking? A bottle of wine at rehearsal. <laughs> I, I love her. I love her. What's really funny is I was noting in this package, like she's pretty vulnerable and open about her, like <laughs> herself, her strengths, her weaknesses. And then yeah. I'm like, is it the wine talking? <laughs> What so? What kind of wine do you think would pair well with a dance rehearsal? Either a sweeter rosé or a Riesling. Yeah, I was going to go for a rosé. Yeah. But I often like a rosé. I know, I love a rosé. That's But but I wouldn't want, like, a tart. Like, I want one that, like, I can walk over and I can just guzzle it real quick and then go on my way. I, I wouldn't mind some sparkle to it. I'd be afraid the bubbles would cause too much of an issue while I'm, like, rehearsing. But I have a sense of... <laughs> but, Katie, if you're willing to bring wine into the studio, what do you really care about at that point? I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't believe that they didn't even, like, try to hide... Like, it wasn't blurred, like, nothing. Like, I really felt like the producers were like, if you notice, like, you... <laughs> Um, her dress had a little too much material because it obscured her feet. What we saw of the feet was decent. Um, Beautiful shade on her. I really like this coloring on her, this coral color. Yeah. She definitely lost energy as it went on, so her posture got less good. Um, And she, she really seemed to let Max throw her around. 
Yep. But you know what? I didn't hate this. Yeah, I feel like I agree. Like, you could definitely tell it looked like work for her at times. I needed a little bit more performance out of her. Um, It got a bit skippy, but she, like, overall, I I did enjoy it. She's just fun to watch. Like, she, yes. she, the way that Kendra is vulnerable, she is, Christy also brings you in. Like, yes. she's just fun. It doesn't feel like she takes herself too seriously, but it still feels real and vulnerable, too. Yeah. I, this is going to sound like a knock on Kendra, and it's not meant to be. Like, Christy uh-huh. is clearly somebody who has like a comic wit about her like yeah like that wit is one of her skills kendra can be funny but isn't like a sharp like humor person and that's that's what kirsty brings so like she Mm -hmm. is both vulnerable and then will say something that will kind of like have you rolling on the floor and you have to think too like kirsty She has years of being. Yeah, like, she's she's been able to refine this talent. Mm -hmm. And, like, she's done talk shows. Like, she's done promotions where it's, like... And she's also been on a sitcom where, like, you you have to learn comic timing. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that's what Hugh Hefner was teaching, Kendra. I don't think so either. (laughs) Noted comedian Hugh Hefner. (laughs) So this scores a 20, 7, 6, 7. Uh, Kirstie's first two weeks get her a 43 out of 60. She So she still remains high on the leaderboard. And she I... performs our last tragic dead parent rumba. Now, this is a tragic story. Yes. It, like, hearing it about that her, it, like, she had just gotten cast and in Star Trek 2, her big mm-hmm. break and uh, her parents get in a car accident where one parent dies, the other is like severely injured. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously a tragic story. It means there will be no sex in this rumba and no. yet um, like it, there is a sensuality to it where again I'm like mm, I don't, I, I wish this I wish it was more like Cheryl's. Yeah, more tender. That said, it's really hard to judge this dance. Yeah. Um I don't I don't know how it happened. I mean, so Max's calf gives out. Mm-hmm. In the first 20 10 uh, yeah, seconds. It's it's got to be about like 15 to 20 seconds in. It just seems to like seize up and yeah um and there's no recover like he tries to get into it literally can't like has to hold up his hand i don't i don't know why he doesn't stop and i understand if he's like oh it's just like a muscle spasm thing like obviously i'm in a lot of pain but it will be okay but Um, i mean like like she doesn't know how to respond right like yeah she's clearly thrown off by it has issues getting back in and what if it's worse than he knows and it isn't this so i'm like this is irresponsible i know yeah okay yeah now that you say it that way yeah you're not wrong 
Like, I understand if he's like, oh, I felt this before. I know it's probably this. And, like, he... There are times where I'm like, Max, at the very least, I know you choreographed this. You need to simplify what you're doing. He was. He was not doing any hips. Well, uh, yeah, but, like, he was still doing, like, a lot of spins and, like, leans yeah. and these things where yeah. I'm like, Max, do not do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, so, I, I, I mean, she did recover as well as you could expect. She did as good a job to get back in it and still try and perform and do it as she could. So, I mean, I was impressed, but I left it just saying, I would like to see this dance done as it should be. Right. And... And I want to know how severe the injury is, because it's like yeah. the second that he feels released from Brooke, he sprints mm-hmm. off stage, and Tony and Cheryl are incredibly quick to follow. Yes. Um... And yet, and I know it's the producers, but Brooke makes sure, okay, Max, we're going to watch this in slow motion. Tell us what's going on with you here. Tell me exactly what just happened in that injury that you just experienced a minute and a half ago and haven't processed yet. Yeah. Where did it go wrong? She is an icon. (laughs) Yeah. So this this gets all sevens and like this one is just so hard to score. I don't know how you score it. Yeah. Because sevens is probably overscored, but uh, given Kirsty's like recovery and ability to do that and all those things, I don't think sevens are wrong. It's just like so hard because I would honest like I really did feel like once she got in it because it was basically an improv to get back into it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't feel much nerves. It felt like once they got in it, she was really doing the dance, maybe not full justice, but somewhat yeah. justice. And so, like, I, yeah, I, I don't know how the hell you score that. Yeah. I still wish it was a little less sensual. But Yeah. Our final couple that we must talk about are Ralph and Karina. I will say, you know I loved him in week one. I'm a little less hot on Ralph. Right. Out of everyone, which is so... And, like, again, as I think it through, I'm like, I'm not getting rid of him because I still think he's really good. But he's kind of the only... One of the only people in these two weeks where I left feeling less excited about him. There just wasn't much growth. And they're, Mm -hmm. like there wasn't a ton of sparkle in the packages. Yeah. So like it, it seemed like, you know, the iron was hot and then it cooled. Yeah. And it doesn't help that in this jive, I mean, he, he's not controlled. He's no. overextending. He's hitting things too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, he's, he's, he lacks control. The skill and the performance is there, but he gets overexcited and it yeah. doesn't help him. It felt like he was how ha- it it's I don't know if he's just having too much fun and he's just too excited and then he like loses that control, but yeah, I completely agree. And do you think you come out and do so well in week 1, do you come back overconfident? Of course you do. How do you not? Yeah. This gets all sevens for 21. 
he scores 45 out of 60 for the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, he still ends up in first place. Mm-hmm. They dance a rumba, and his, again, is about his his love, his marriage. Uh, he's been married for a long time. He looked like a baby then. He looks like a baby now. Yep. Uh, um, he kind of does, like, flourishes at the end of his moves. And again, he needs to stay smooth the whole way through. Um, mm-hmm. He just overdances. He's trying too hard. I felt like he needed to breathe in this one. I thought he looked shaky. I thought he just needed to, like, take a deep breath and breathe through his moments. I honestly kind of thought it was surprisingly lacking in fluidity. But I did enjoy the choreography, and I liked the way that she utilized the floor. And I thought that they did have a good connection. Yes, they did. But he just needs to, like breathe while he's doing it i still see such potential in him right right and it helps that he started with such a peak um Mm -hmm. the uh, now it's just gonna be the question of can he do that without show up can he do that without putting the pressure on himself because it happened so easily week one yeah like I hate to ev- evoke this, but Kelly Osborne. Say it. Just say it. I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah, like Kelly Osborne. Yeah. Obviously, that's a very different story, but mm-hmm. like when you come out so well and then can't immediately recapture the magic, then mm-hmm. do you start panicking that you're not recapturing? Yeah. And I worry that he. Because he's already over dancing and seems overexcited, I worry that 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 could very easily happen to him. Yeah, time will tell. Yeah, I'm pushing the panic button way too early. Yeah, time will tell. Let's see what happens. All sevens for a twenty-one. Mm-hmm. That's personal story week, and yeah, also part two of the finale. Yeah, <laughs> finale part two of the premiere because it's. Late. It's not that late. <laughs> it's late. It's not that late. It's not that late, but it's late. Katie, let's ask the question that we've been pondering this whole time. Mm-hmm. Who are you getting rid of? I mean, I think I immediately cut Sugar Ray yep. Leonard loose. <laughs> yes. And then it does get tricky. I think I'm going to make a bold statement. I think I, I think I let go of Romeo after that. I was going to make a bold statement and get rid of the person that I personally connected to the least, Romeo. Yeah, I, maybe we do it. Who's to say? Like, I... I definitely like him, but out of everybody left, like, do I think Romeo will actually go home? No. 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 I mean, if I had to guess, this is still a popularity contest, and there's one person who I think we could all guess is less popular than everybody else. Hint, the model. Yeah, I know. 
I know. I'm bracing myself for it. But if she can dance as well as she did, her scores can be enough. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. That's that's the only reason where, like, if I'm a betting man, we're saying goodbye to Petra, maybe even before Sugar Ray. I know. Or Kendra. I don't think Kendra's a guarantee safe either. I, I don't think Kendra's a guarantee safe, but I can't see losing her yet. Okay, that's good. That's good. But her scores have been lower, so maybe... Mm. No, this was just ours. This was just our yeah. Sugar Ray, then Romeo. Yeah. Sugar Ray, then Romeo. Who are you giving your jaunty Seven to? Okay, well, I'm so mad because I was going to give it to Chris Jericho when you were going to be floored by that. And you were going to be like, oh my god, I can't believe you did that. And now I feel like you're going to give it to him too. But I have to give my jaunty Seven to Chris Jericho and Cheryl motherforking Burke. I'm trying to decide if I, if I stick with my gut then. Yeah, I'm going to Chris Jericho and Cheryl Burke. Because I think their rumba is really quite good. Yes! And and his quick step is the best of maybe and, both weeks. And, like, I get it. I get that, like, there were issues with the rumba, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, it, he sold me. Like, I really... He gets my Jossie Savan. It was still a solid rumba, whereas, like, yeah. some of the other, like, strong dances were contrasted with ones that, like, maybe didn't work in the same way or weren't good right. enough, blah, blah, blah. Right. So, like, he at least had a good dance and a great dance. Right. Chris Jericho, who would have thought? I know! He, he found a fan in me. <laughs> Well, podcatch us, subscribe, rate us, mm-hmm. send to your friends, share it on social medias, because yep. some of us can't. Yep. Well, Chris, I love you. <laughs> oh, uh, I guess she's not even going to plug our social medias because she's not going to post on them. Well, I felt like you covered it when you said the social media part. We're on everything under... Just Meaningful Plastic on Facebook, JMP Pod on Twitter, and JMP.pod on Instagram. What are we on X? We don't. Oh, God. Oh, God. JMP Pod. It's Twitter. Why would you take something that has, like, people use tweet as a verb? I know. It's so colloquial. You have something that has. Like, the brand ubiquity that you can't dream of. I know. It would be like, like, it would be like Kleenex says, we're going to call ourselves something else. Band-Aid is going to call themselves something else. You would never do that. Never. Never in a million years. But we're going to stop calling it Twitter and start calling it X. Yeah. I hope he chokes. Me too. Well, Chris, I love you and I like you. Katie, tell the world, stop the war. All of the dream, how does it mean? On this podcast about danger and dance, clapping the hands. Castle, coming up next. (laughs) 